This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. It's a happy Friday. It's a clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Well, God bless you this morning. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. This is Trevina. Good morning, Trevina. Hope all is well with you. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Thank you, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you, too. How are we feeling this morning? Uh, not the best, but I'm okay. No, I'm just, uh, okay. not, it's not my healing part. It's just that I can't find certain things in the house. <laughs> But I did find a mouse, so I'm running like crazy in this house. <laughs> <laughs> you just remember to jump when it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, that silly thing. I think it ran yeah. outside, though. I'm hoping okay. I ran in and, and opened up the dining room door, and we haven't seen it since, so I'm hoping he's gone. <laughs> gotcha. Well, we're, still, we're still lifting you up in prayer. Thank you so much, Brother Andrew. Thank you, thank you. God bless no, you. No, no, no problem. God bless you. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Brother Michael. Brother Michael, God bless you, sir. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, my brother. Thank you. Glad to have you back on the wall. Oh, I stay on the wall, bro. Thank you. No better place to be, man. That's right. You could... You can see the blessings better from there. Amen. Amen. Then went David in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought me hither to? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God, but thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? It's a happy Friday. Declare victory. Who just joined me? It's kind Kim. Good morning, Blessing. Good morning, sister. Happy Friday. Good morning, Eva. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. God is awesome all the time. All the time, God is good. He definitely has our back and our front. Yes. <laughs> hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning, Brother Andrew. This is um, Oxymona. Happy Friday. Hey. Happy God Friday. bless you, Sister Mona. God bless you. Happy <laughs> Friday. Happy Friday. Good to hear you this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Brother Andrew. This is Leomia. Leomia. God bless you. Happy Friday, sister. Good to hear your sound. Good to hear you.
Is there anyone else joining us this morning, this happy Friday at the Clear Victory? Hey, sir. Good morning. It's Dee Dee. Happy Friday. Blessings. Love you. Hey. Love you back, Sister Dee Dee. Happy Friday. I want to quickly Good thank morning. you guys for prayers. My mom made it to Arkansas, and they're getting ready to lay my uncle to rest today, but it's going to be a celebration. So just send some prayers towards Magnolia, Arkansas. Love you. Gotcha. Love you back. Good morning, it's Good morning. Diane. Happy Friday. Good morning, Sister Diane. Happy Friday. Good Friday. Good morning, Andrew. It's Mr. Store. You know what it is. It's a favorite Friday. Good morning, Ms. Right. Happy Friday, sister. We have to run we have to sit under the spout where the glory runs out. Our God demands praise, but he's worthy of it also, even more so, because he loved us when we didn't even love ourselves. Now that we are aware of what he's done and what he continues to do, how can we not praise him? How can we not give him our mourning? This is a tithe that is required of us. The first fruits go to our Father. And that's the first fruits of your morning, too. So as we walk under the blessings, understand that this time is not a time to pat ourselves on the back. This is a time to praise his name because he gave us this morning. We may not have another. But while we yet have this one, let's focus on the real. It's an amazing Friday at the Clear Victory. It's Men's Day. And we're here for a reason. Not just to chill. We're here for some work. Who's with us on the call? Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Krishanda. I'm here for the real. <laughs> hey, Krishanda. God bless you. Happy Friday. God bless you, too. <laughs> Good to have you for the ride. It's going to be a good day, folks. It truly is. Because this is the day that the Lord had made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Because when the praises go up, you know what happens. Who's with me on the call? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant. For thy word's sake, and according to thine own heart, hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee. Neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land, before thy people, which thou redeemest 
and thee from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. For thou hast confirmed to thyself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever. And thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever and do as thou hast said. It's an incredible day to declare victory. It's Friday. It's favor Friday. And we're here to bless the name of the Lord. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, it's Nikisha. Happy Friday. Hey, Nikisha. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. According to the morning clock, it's time we got started. So I'm going to ask everyone who can hear me, everyone under the sound of my voice, to please, at this moment, activate your mute feature. And periodically through the call, continue to check to make sure that you are on mute. If you're in doubt at all, check and recheck so that there is no background noise impeding the listening and ultimately the adhering to the word of God that goes forth. The Lord be praised. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm here to welcome you to Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Friday, Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you this morning. Please continue to join us through the month of October. Our monthly theme is entitled Decision. Making decisions, choosing, appointing, picking, selecting, regarding doing things in and for the will of God. One announcement is before you today. There is no Friday Night Live. Actually, there is Friday Night Live tonight. Please join us between 6 and 7 Pacific Standard Time by calling the same number. You will definitely be blessed. The theme for this evening is a mental maintenance. Mental maintenance. Friday Night Live, 6 to 7 Pacific Standard Time. Be there. There were no prayer requests on the online app, but we have a number of prayer requests that always come up. And the saints who present themselves before the throne of God should have that. We are prayer warriors. We intercede. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's not the only thing we do, but it's a main part of who we are and what we do. We are interceding for all of those families, Kara uh, and Sister Dee Dee's families that are bereaved right now. 
for recent loss for anniversaries to those losses. We're lifting those families and those hearts up that the God of all comfort wrap his arms around them, heal their hurt, <laughs> that their memories may be a blessing to them. We're lifting the children up before you, the children that are physically abused, mentally abused, financially abused, the ones that don't have security of food nightly, the ones that are not safe in their homes for a variety of reasons. We're lifting the ones that don't feel loved, the ones that feel hopeless, like suicide is the only way to rid themselves of the pain that alcohol and drugs are the only way to numb the pain. The ones that doubt God's existence or his love because of what they experience. We're lifting up those souls who are commissioned in their bounded duty to go to these hurting little ones and won't for fear of reprisal, for fear that it's not their job, for fear that the family would would think badly of them. We're lifting those to be bold and assist with the little ones because the Lord has soft spot in his heart for the children. We're lifting the elderly for the same reason, the ones that are in hospice care, the ones that are in ICU care, the ones that are in elder care facilities where no one visits, where the family has abandoned, and the ones that are hurting and lonely and afraid of what comes next that the saints of the Lord would go and witness to them and be a friend to them and comfort them and substitute themselves for the family that may be missing. There are hurting hearts before us this morning and all hurting hearts need healed. We're lifting up the front end workers, first responders to the pandemic, to fires, all the civil servants. Uh, They are growing weary with the pressure. And those that don't know God are wanting to throw in the towel. And we're asking prayers for their strength, for their diligence, for their kindness and their patience in dealing with the folks that need their help and their skills. We're lifting up the leaders from the federal down to the local. That things go well for the people of God. That the land be blessed. And we're also lifting each other up because we are called by his name. And if we humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and repent, then he will hear from heaven 
forgive our sin collectively and heal our land, which is in badly need of healing. We need to strengthen each other. And we also need to strengthen ourselves in the Lord as David did. We're lifting marriages. We're lifting families and households strained by finance, strained by the pandemic, job loss, threats of the same, and just time. Uh, time. Uh, lack of resources temptations we're lifting all of that before the lord the lord's people are under attack and we need protection and our protection comes through his love his care and our prayer and all of these we bring before the throne of god boldly the order of the call is as follows prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by brother jeff the declaration will be rendered by pastor winton that order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. Immediately following, Pastor Winton will lead us into love, life, and victory, and he will give further teaching on the lesson that he brings. Our scripture for this morning can be found in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5, and it reads as follows. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone again to make sure that the mute feature is activated and ongoing and functioning properly <clears throat> so that there is nothing that gets in the way of the word of God going forth and doing what it can do. The next voice you hear should be that of Brother Jeff, leading us to the throne of grace. My name is Andrew Hart. I pass the call. God bless you all. Brother Jeff, if you're praying, we can't hear you. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, the earth is full of your glory. Holy Father, as we come before you, Father God, we come boldly before your throne, seeking the matters of life. Father God, there is none like you. There is none so holy. There is none so strong. There is none so victorious. There is none so patient. There is none so loving. Father God, you are all we need. And you are amazing in your oneness. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne. And we ask that you search us. If there's anything unlike you, Father, we ask that you rid us of the iniquity. Cleanse us of the unrighteousness. Wash us in that blood which has never lost its power. 
and present us clean before the throne, Father God, so that our requests will not be hindered, that you will hear the prayers we pray and you will act and bless your children. Father God, we lift the children before you, Father, the children who are under assault by the enemy and experiencing neglect by those that have charge over them. Father God, we ask that you send your ministering spirits to their side to protect them, to lift them, to lead them. Help me, Father, understand the needs of those when I pray and the ones that hear me the same, Father, because we don't know what to pray for and we don't know what to ask for. But the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Father God, have may the Holy Spirit lead us, Father, in the way that we should be praying to make our prayers effective and to have your hand move in their lives. Father God, the ones that are being trafficked, the ones that are still separated from their parents, the ones that are hungry, the ones that are hopeless, the ones that just need friends. Father God, we lift them before you and we ask that you move on their behalf in the name of Jesus, Father. We plead the blood for them, Father, that they be turned towards you early in their life, Father God, that they live trusting in you and not doubting, that they walk circumspectly before you, Father, not straying because time is not as long as it was. Father God, we need you. Father, we ask that you touch the elderly in our communities, Father, the ones in our families, the ones in our churches, the ones in our neighborhoods, Father, the ones that are hurting and in hospice care as their bodies grow more and more feeble, Father, and their time is not long on this veil. We ask that you come to them and comfort them let them feel your presence, Father God, so they have time to praise you before they meet you, that they may have time to get right with you, Father, before you call their name. Help us, Father, to understand the pain that they feel, Father, because we will be in their situation at some point, ready to end this life and transition to the life to come. Father God, we will need you in that hour. And we ask that you present yourself and we feel your glory, Father, as we breathe our life sweetly out before you. Father God, there is none like you. There is none that loves like you. And we need you. We need you in this day and time, Father God, where our leaders sometimes don't lead where they are predators against their own people. Father God, but we call on you, the God of all comfort, the God of all things just, to come down and regulate. Father God, touch the leaders over your people that they realize that they are but men and women, Father God, and you hold the reins of true power. Father God, we ask that you Come down that things may go well with us, Father, in the time that we have with them. 
that we may be able to administer to the ones that hurt and the ones that that need help in this world, Father God, that we not abandon our posts and our calling, that we not forget our charge simply because of comfort or difficulty, Father God. Help us to stand before you and stand boldly and stand strongly, Father God, that your will be done and that your name proclaimed throughout the land. Father God, we love you. and We need you more and more. Father God, we ask that you bless the houses called by your name. Bless the work that they do, Father God. But works will not save us. We ask that you bless us with the spirit to work for your people. To show them the love of grace on a daily basis. We need you, Father God. We just ask you to bless us financially. Bless us physically, Father God. Bless us with the sweet slumber of the laboring man, Father God, who puts his whole trust in you. Help us, Father God, in all the areas where we're weak. Strengthen us, Father God, in all of those avenues, Father, that your name may be magnified and glorified. Help us to study to show ourselves approved, Father God, not forgetting that step. For we need to rightly divide the word of truth, your truth. Oh, Father God, we need you. We need you, Father. And I'm asking everyone under the sound of my voice to unmute your phones and proclaim his name because we on this Friday need him. And we just call on the name of the Lord right now. There is nothing left. Thank Thank you for the love of the Lord.
Whatever my Thank you. 
you will never, ever have to wonder. That's it. Yeah. You'll never, ever have to wonder uh, where he wants you to be. And so if you are wondering, God always makes himself clear. Uh, now, of course, we could be unclear, but he is clear. And I think many of us in hindsight can look back on some decisions that we've made and, and truly say, uh, you know what, I did know that God was pushing, but I, I didn't necessarily either one, want to see it, or two, uh, I needed it to be more plain to me. And so uh, I'm encouraging you all today, for those who are in between decisions, choices that we must make. Uh, I'm excited about today's word. Uh, definitely going to be one to challenge you, right? So I want to uh, kind of look at numbers, uh, the book of numbers, the 27th uh, chapter. And uh, when you all get a chance, of course, you can read the story in its entirety. Uh, but numbers 27, uh, let's do verses 1 through 7, uh, 1 through 7. Um, and for those who are joining or just joining on, good morning to everybody uh, in our Declare Victory family. And certainly it is uh, Favor Friday, and it's good to hear and to, uh, to be able to just listen in this morning uh, on everybody. So Numbers 27, 1 through 7, uh, and I'll, I'll read it this morning uh, and try to be as, as quick as possible as it relates to the reading. Uh, the daughters of the lost ahead, uh, the son of Aphair, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, uh, the son of Manasseh belonged to the clans of Manasseh, uh, son of Joseph. Uh, the names of the daughters were Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Tirzah. And so here's what happened, y'all. They came forward and stood before Moses and Eleazar the priests and the leaders and the whole assembly uh, at the entrance of the tent meeting and said, our father died in the wilderness. He was not among Korah's followers who banded together against the Lord, but he died, hear this, for his own sin and left no sons. Why then should our father's name disappear from the clan because he had no son? Here's what they asked. Give us our property among our father's relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. And the Lord said to him, what Zelophehad's daughters are saying is right. You must certainly give them property as an inheritance among their father's relatives and give their father's inheritance to them. The word of the Lord is already blessed, but I want to uh, just challenge someone today since we're talking about uh, decisions this month. Uh, I want to challenge you in the area of choosing what's valuable, choosing what's valuable, choosing what's valuable. Uh, many of us are in a place and a space where we are having to decide what we deem or what we consider in our lives as valuable, uh, what is resourceful, what is uh, going to work for us, what, it, what, what is it that is prospering and or providing us with a level of reciprocation or reciprocity. Um, I don't know if you all remember this old show, uh, called Antiques Roadshow. And uh, Antiques Roadshow used to come on, and uh, people, basically the way it worked is that they would set up in like a coliseum or uh, something that kind of looked like the Cow Palace a little bit, and they would go from city to city, and people would show up from everywhere, and they would bring these old items uh, or these antiques that either they had purchased or inherited uh, to this space. And in this space, there were uh, hundreds of appraisers, right, people that had been trained on how to look at this stuff and tell the story. 
but there were particular episodes where people would bring things that they did not value, right? Uh, but after an appraiser looked at it, uh, it was determined that it was worth a considerable uh, amount of money. And, and so this is what we saw on camera. Uh, but, but one day they hosted a behind-the-scenes look at the show, and, and what was interesting was the position of the appraiser. Each, each appraiser actually was specialized uh, in an area. They had been certified in an area, which means that they were well-versed in, in, in subject matter and history uh, of a particular category of items. Uh, so when somebody brought something to them for them to look at, their job was to consider its history. The job was to consider its origin and its journey. And based, I hope y'all don't miss that, their job as the appraiser was to consider the history, the origin, and the journey of the item. And then based on those factors, they then would determine how much it was worth. So, so the appraiser then offered the person an opportunity to keep the item or sell it for what they were willing to give them, right? Uh, now, the most interesting fact really about the show was that the more valuable the item was, the least likely the person was to sell it. Why is that? Because while an offer was made to them, the offer really, never really matched the worth of the item that was in question, right? In other words, if, if the item is kept, could gain value over time, which means that probably the last offer that they got wasn't going to be the best offer. And much like the Antiques Roadshow, many of us are actually in places in our lives, even as you're under the sound of my voice, where we are faced with deciding how much something is worth, whether it's a job, uh, whether it's relationship, whether it's ministry, whether it's money, whether it's the job offer uh, or the offer. We're trying to figure out if it's worth holding on to. But can I suggest to you that if God is in it and God gave it to you, then it's worth holding on to. Now, now I, I want to give you this uh, prophetic word of sorts, uh, if you will. In this season, there are some things that we cannot sell out on, all right, uh, just because an offer is good. I don't know who I'm talking to, uh, but, but there are some things that, that we are supposed to have. So you can't sell yourself just because an offer is good in this season, but there are some things that we're supposed to have, which means we have to learn how to properly assess and how to appraise something to figure out what it's really worth or if it's worth fighting for. In other words, we've got to ask ourselves the question, how much is it worth? Now, for, for those who are biblical scholars or those who just kind of enjoy uh, knowing kind of the history of things, number 26, actually, if we dial back, uh, it deals with the second census that's taken uh, after the Israelites have suffered a plague. And, and the origin of the text is that Israel, uh, while they were a nation, uh, they had many clans within themselves. And you all know that each clan uh, had its own origin and identity. But now trouble comes when some of the clans decide to do their own thing. And so God allows 24,000 Israelites to die. And now as a result of those deaths, it's time for now Moses and Eleazar uh, to conduct a census, to, to take inventory of who's left. And I'm here to tell you even this morning, uh, every once in a while, after there's been a major turn in your life or a twist uh, in the plot of your life, you've got to take inventory of what's left and who's left. Uh, but, but the real purpose of the census was to be able to rightfully divide the inheritance. So they had to give everybody uh, the inheritance after they found out who was still living. 
But the challenge Israel had was that many of them allowed their own actions to disqualify them from what would have been theirs. Uh, listen, listen, listen. I, I hope y'all heard that. Uh, uh, you should never allow your actions to disqualify you from what God has for you. But the reality is God can only bless what's his. So, 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 so now what happens is uh, the Israelites, some of them are cursing uh, God because they feel like God is doing this to them. And then when we flip over into Numbers 27, it opens up with the uh, introduction to Zelophehad's daughters who saw value in what many overlooked. All right, here's where we get it. And that's why you can't be quick uh, to conform to what everybody else is doing, right? What if you miss your blessing because you were too busy trying to keep up with people uh, who didn't want to do right? Uh, but, but the question still remains, how much is this worth to you? And even this morning, we have to learn how to choose what's valuable. Now, here's what I do want to suggest. Uh, in order to decide and answer the question on how much is it worth to you and or choosing what's valuable, you're going to have to do the things that Zelophehad's daughters, the five daughters did. The first thing that you see in the text is that they had the courage to ask. Somebody write that down this morning, the courage to ask. See, much of what we need and or uh, we're entitled to, many of us will not receive. Not because somebody's blocking you, y'all. I, I want you to hear that this morning. But simply because you won't ask. <laughs> uh, I, we, we, we've been saying it for years. Uh, uh, we, we have not because we ask not. And while some of us struggle with pride, right, because of who we are and because of where we come from, and uh, everybody gets to a point in life where you need something, right? You need something. Now, of course, it's one thing to ask for something uh, that's the norm, but it takes courage when you got to ask for something else uh, that's uncommon or has not been done before. I want to challenge y'all this morning that some of what we are asking God for is, is far too low. Uh-oh. It, it, that, that, I promise y'all, I'm going to give you the rest of it. This is just my, this is my, my early morning Friday rebuke. Sometimes what we are asking God for is too low. He says, I'm, I am able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask to think according to the power that works inside of you. And so sometimes our ask is low. When God is the God of greater, we sing those songs, we pray those prayers, we, we, tell God, uh, we tell people that my God is big and all of this stuff, yet what we are asking him for is limiting him in his power. So you have to have the courage to ask, not for what he's done for a thousand people, but I'm talking about asking for the thing that nobody has seen before. We got to consider the time and the culture of this text, though, because this society is now a male-driven society at this time. So, so in ancient nations, the women were viewed as property. They could not receive an inheritance. The fact that the daughter's names are mentioned in this text is huge because women were not often mentioned in genealogies. I want y'all to hear this. Hear this, because sometimes y'all will read over this text and skim over the fact that those women's names were mentioned, but nowhere else will you find where many women's names were mentioned in the geology. So what am I saying? I'm saying that up until this point, women should not have been asking for something like this. But, but, Zalafahad's daughters got together and figured out that what they wanted was worth 
fighting for? And here's my question this morning. Did you get tired of fighting for something uh, that was worth it? Or have you closed your mouth just because people aren't used to things going another way? They considered the possibilities, but hear this, for them, it was worth the risk. Uh-oh. And when you know what you're supposed to do and you know that what you have or potentially could have may be valuable, while there may be consequences involved, I hope y'all are hearing me, when it's really worth it, you'll take the risk anyway. The worst that can happen is a no, but there's no harm in asking. Here's what Zelophehad's daughters did. They went to Moses and Eleazar. They went to the leaders and the whole assembly. And, and in having the courage to ask, it was important that they had the right audience. Y'all hear that? Let me share this with somebody. Before you ask for anything, you make sure you're talking to the right people. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Some of us messed up our own stuff. Some of us plugged up our own pipeline simply because we were talking to the wrong people. When it's a faith thing, there may be several people involved, but there's somebody who's anointed to show you favor. Hear me. Hear me. But if you can't open your mouth and say something, then you can't expect to open your hand and receive something. The, 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 the daughters decided that they had nothing to lose, but they had everything to gain in that moment. So I want to encourage you that you're going to need the courage to ask, what is it that you have not asked for yet? What is it that you are listening under the sound of my voice that you have been suppressing inside of you all because you refuse to ask? You need the courage to ask, but then we, we see that Zelophehad's daughters, they had the strength to stand. So your first thing you write down is the courage to ask, but the second thing is the strength to stand. Listen to this. Asking is the action, but standing is the statement. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'll say it again. Asking is the action, but standing is the statement. Can I share this with you all this morning? Posture is everything. Your posture is everything. I can remember when I was a young boy, my grandfather would tell me, when you shake a man's hand, you look him in his eye. <laughs> and I would ask him why. And he would say, because your posture, your posture sends a message to the person that you are greeting, one of respect and security. It says something about you when your posture is right. Zalapa has daughters. Listen to what they did. They asked for their father's inheritance. But the way they asked, is what spoke to the fact that they knew what they were standing on. It, it wasn't their time, uh, uh, Rochelle, to worry about a male-driven society or, or what people were going to think of them. Uh, it, it, it's about us going to get what's ours, right? Uh, verse 3 says that they began to use their lineage as their leverage. They walked Moses and Eleazar and the leaders and the people through their father's history and even his failure. Hear this. They said, our father died in the wilderness. Now, he wasn't one of Korah's followers who banded against the Lord, but he had challenges of his own, and he died as a result of his own sin. In other words, he wasn't the worst of them, but, but, but he certainly wasn't the best of them, but he was still our daddy, right? And, and, and he was still one of the ones that, who were chosen. He wasn't perfect, but he was still our dad. And, and here we are in his name because you don't acknowledge our name. We're not here because of our title, because you don't acknowledge our title. 
but we're here because the one thing you can't deny is our position. We're here in our daddy's name. And that's for somebody this morning who needs to know what they're standing on. If you need strength, if you need power, if you need healing, if you need inheritance, if you need favor, if you need position, you can't find strength in your name. But you can find strength in our daddy's name. You can find strength in our father's name. Uh, so listen, they, they, they could not stand without standing on something solid. And while people could give their opinions, they could not deny the proof. The daughter said, our father's name should not be erased from the clan just because he didn't have any sons. When what you're fighting for is worth it, you can stand in the midst of what seems to be trouble. And my question this morning is, what are you standing on? You ought to ask yourself that question today. What am I standing on? Am I standing on, on man's opinions? Am I standing on, 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 on the turning of the economy? Am I standing on somebody else's theology? Or am I standing on the promises of God? It should be the promises of God because if God says something, you could take it to the bank. Now, here's what the lady said. The daughter said, they, they said, give us our father's property among our relatives. They had the strength to stand. But then you're going to need the wisdom to wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Somebody, I can hear somebody now. Pastor Winton, you had us going until this one. We, 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 we didn't want to hear this. Well, 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 listen to what happened. Oftentimes when we ask for something, we get antsy or we get discouraged or upset when it doesn't happen immediately, right? Uh, but, 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 but my grandma used to tell me anything that's worth having is worth waiting on. Hear this. I remember when I was a kid, one of my favorite things to do was uh, to make like those little jello shapes. But I can remember one day I came home from school and I wanted some jello, so I pulled out the little pack and followed the instructions. And at the end of the instructions, it said, for best results, place in the refrigerator for four to six hours. Then right below that, it said for the speedy setting, you could place it in the freezer for less and then transition it to the refrigerator. Well, y'all know what happened. I got anxious, and uh, I did it the speedy way. And when I pulled out the Jello, it looked normal, right? Uh, but when I tried to shape it, it was too runny to do anything with. Now, listen, I later found out that the reason why uh, it has to sit for a long time was because the ingredients in gelatin have to release slowly into whatever you're making so that it can come out right. So trying to speed the process up can mess up the results. And many of us are like that jello this morning. You asked God for it, but somehow you thought he was supposed to respond immediately. Zelophehad's daughters, listen to what they did. They had to find the courage to ask for something that had never been asked for. But then they had to stand on their position even though they did not have a title. But now the Bible says that Moses took their request to God, which means that they had to stand and wait. Somebody write that down this morning. Stand and wait until there was an answer. I just released the word, stand, wait until you have an answer. We don't know what the daughters were doing while Moses was asking but we know that they didn't have any other choice but to wait. Now, a foolish man will get restless and try to move ahead of God, but the wise one understands that the only things only get better when you submit yourself to the timing of God. God responds to Moses, though, in this text, and he confirms that what the daughters are saying is right. But look at what happens. God confirms with Moses 
But it's not until we get to Joshua 17 that we see that the inheritance was actually given to the daughters. Now, by that time, the daughters have to return to Joshua and Eleazar and the leaders and the people, and they have to stand again. But this time, they come in God's name. The daughters simply claim their rights to the inheritance because the Lord said so. I don't know what it is this morning that you stand in need of. I don't know what it is that you are trying to count on from God. I don't know what it is that you are suppressing and not saying anything about, but I do want to share something with you. I want to share this with you this morning. You have to choose what's valuable. And in choosing what's valuable, you must ask yourself the question, how much is it worth? Is me not asking worth my future and my purpose? Is me not asking worth my peace? Is me not asking worth me giving up everything that God potentially has for me? The daughters, these daughters should not have been opening their mouth to say anything culturally, but they had the courage to ask. They had the strength to stand, and they had the wisdom to wait. I know you know how to work, beloved, but do you know how to wait? Listen, this has been our word for today, and I pray that it has blessed your heart. I pray that it is a blessing to your life. Uh, we are going to take a moment, and for those who did not greet us this morning or you didn't have a chance to, uh, take a moment to just say hello to everybody. Let us know uh, who you are. We'll say good morning, and then we'll move immediately into our love life and victory moment. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. Thank you for your great decoration. And you have encouraged. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. And good morning. Happy Friday. Favor Friday. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Thank you so much. That was truly inspiring. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Good morning to you. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Natasha. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Natasha. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. This is Angela. Thank you so much for your declaration. Good morning, Angela. Happy Friday to you. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Wonderful, wonderful declaration. It was truly inspiring. Good morning, Pastor Tam. It's a happy, faithful Friday to you, and thank you so much. To God be the glory. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. I will have courage. Good morning. That's what I'm talking about. Good morning, Pastor. Um, this is a, that was a great declaration. This is Christina. You have not because you ask not. That's right. That's right. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning, Virginia. Good morning. Good morning, Rochelle. I think I heard Rochelle. We'll try it again. Good morning. Good morning. It's Patricia Priscilla. All right. <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard, I believe I heard. Persistent. 
There we go. All right. There we go. All right. Truth to her name. I heard ask, seek, and knock. Okay, that's what I heard. I asked, seek, and knock. That's right. That that's was, right. That was an on, that was an on time word. Very very on time. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hey, Pastor Winton. Good morning, sir. Can I just ask you a question? How did you know? Yeah. I, I, this is Didi. So before I throw my phone, so you were in numbers. My uncle, that's right. Jewel, passed away. His services today in Magnolia, Arkansas. My mom's there. I wasn't able to go, so pray with me. For, pray for me, not with me, because he was a bishop um, as well. And so, as a child, we would spend summers in Arkansas. The book of Numbers, I kid you not, it's a joke between me and him because that's all I ever remember him reading out of. And I know he, you know, studied others, but I even posted about it because he would always talk about it. He had seven daughters. And so, as you were sharing this morning and you're talking, oh my God, I'm just, I know now that even though I'm not there with them and my mom is there, you gave me comfort today, sir. And I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by you teaching from this passage because it's like my uncle is telling me that it's okay. So I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, let's do this real quick. Uh, let's, let's pray real quick, Didi. Uh, God, we thank you for, Didi, God, and we thank you for her family, God. We pray comfort and peace, God, upon their hearts, even now as they do this task and as they get through this day, God, and deal with the days ahead, God. We pray that you would be strength and comfort for them, that you would give them peace that surpasses all understanding, that guards their hearts and their minds in you. Give them more joy, God, even now in the midst of what is sorrow. God, we thank you for the life of her uncle. We thank you that he has lived his life to proclaim your word, and God, we trust that there is a greater reward for him on this side, on the other side. God, we give you glory and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. God always confirms that word, Didi. Good morning, Pastor Winton. This is Miss B. The Good word morning, was Ms. for B. me. The word was for me this morning. Since I moved to Texas, I haven't been able to be on the call because I have a job in the morning. But this morning, I said 8 o'clock, I'm listening to the call this morning. I was in a car accident, and I'm looking for a car. And I found a car that I like, but my daughter, who is spiritual, thank God for that, said, Mama, wait. So I know this call was for me this morning. Thank you, Pastor Winston. Yeah. God bless yeah. you. God bless you. I have you. the courage God. to stand now and wait. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. God, God bless you, Miss B. And God is going to do it. God, I believe that. I, I I just believe it, and I know it to be true. God is going to do it, but but just wait. Wisdom to wait. All right, family, let's move into our love, life, and victory moment. Y'all talk to me this morning. What, 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 what did the word do for you? What were your thoughts? Pastor Winston, it's Rochelle again. You confirmed. I promise you, as a women's God, I don't know if you was listening or not, but you have confirmed everything that we have talked about throughout the week from the declarations to just 
last night just to the women's calling you just like everybody else, but you encourage me beyond my courage, beyond um, the strength that I have. I know what I know. I know who he is. And, and just you speaking what you spoke today gives me the courage and the wisdom to wait. Because so often I, I have to look and say, you know, Lord, you, you said this for me. You said that for me. I, it's not about me. It's about them. And Lord, what do I need to do? So with that being said, I do have, um, the courage to ask. I have the strength to stand and the wisdom to wait. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Rochelle. Thank you so much uh, for listening and for hearing that word. It was a, it was a, uh, one of those simple, simple points, uh, but a timely word that I know God gave me for this hour. So I'm glad to hear you all say that because it lets me know uh, that, that I heard God right. Hi, Pastor Winton. This is Prosperous Pam. You definitely, definitely heard right. Um, you just sparked a little seed in me again because, um, you know, you you said something about a lot of times or sometimes we don't, our ass is not big enough. And I was just thinking about, yeah, my ass used to be real big when I was younger. Like, I'm 54 now. I'm still so young. But, I, I, you know, I've been living a little bit. But in my 20s and 30s, my ass were really huge. And now I realize they haven't been. So you just, you just sparked a seed in me. And I just appreciate what you said. It was just um, eye-opening. So thank you so much for that. Going on mute. Praise Praise God, Pastor Sam. I, I'm I'm in the I've been in the same place too. Sometimes we feel like if we diminish the ask, it will more likely come through than the larger. And with people, that may be the case. But I have to remind myself that with God, that's not the case. So if I diminish my ask, all I'm doing is limiting His ability, right? Uh, so so I'm I have worked through that also, and I catch myself sometimes. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I just finished telling people exceedingly abundantly. No, we got to go back to the table. <laughs> so, so thank you for that. Anyone else this morning? Love, life, and victory. Good morning. This is Georgia, Georgia Baker. And I, uh, this word could not have been more on time for myself and my husband. He's not here. But we just recently purchased our, uh, our very first home. And we moved in uh, completely last what is this now? Friday. We got in here, I think, on Tuesday. We spent our first night here on Tuesday. Woke up the next morning. There was no water. I guess there was a scheduled shutoff. So uh, we went back to where we were cleaning out our old apartment. And when we came back here, <clears throat> I kid you not, when we walked in, our downstairs was raining. <clears throat> our very first home flooded this week. What? We were there only less than 24 hours. Uh, um, we had a the, the, the service people come and tell us that, you know, the entire downstairs now needs to be gutted. The walls are full of water. And uh, it's a long story how, how it happened. But I will say everything that you said this morning has me shaking because it is exactly what I had to go through or the process that I had to go through to get through these last three days. They have been heck. I had to have the courage to ask God to 
get us through this. And I had to have patience, and I, I asked God for trust. I, I mean, I just kept telling God, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. I don't know why this is happening. I trust you. And it turns out, because we are in an HOA, that we won't have to spend one dime to get any of this fixed because there's insurance include, included in that HOA. But I had to have patience, and it seems like those two days were the longest days of my life. And that ass felt so big, but I couldn't. I had to stand there and just say, God, look, I, it's bigger than me. What that guy say is above me now is up there with you. We gave this house back to God before we even before we even bought the house, we knew that the house was not ours. We like God is lending us these. Everything we have, God lends us. And because we gave this house back to God, God is taking care of this house for us. And I'm yeah. so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed because can you imagine less than 24 hours in your home and it's flooded? But I mean, 48 hours later, God is fixing it. So we had to have the courage to ask and the wisdom to wait. And I just wanted to share that your word really, really, really on time this morning. And I'm just really, really grateful. And I'm going back on me. Congratulations on the house, uh, first and foremost. And then look what God did in 48 hours. Like you said, it would be easy for us to, to press pause on the fact that it flooded and it was it was your new blessing but but look at literally what god did 48 hours i mean like you said and that 48 probably felt like 48 years but but you had again you had the courage to act strength to stand and the wisdom to wait so i praise god for the testimony that now you'll be able to go forward and give others who find themselves in situations of, of a 48-hour need, right? But it seems like years in between just because you have to stand uh, stand and wait. Uh, I celebrate God for you, and I'm, I, I am more than excited that he always comes through, guaranteed. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Winton. This is a persistent um your word from God is definitely timely for me. And you said so much. I would say the entire message you gave, and I'm definitely going to go back and listen. But just, um, you know, choosing what's valuable, um, that got my attention when you said that. And then um, what do we consider as valuable? Decide. Um, and then consider the history, origin, and the journey. Um, and then you referenced the Antique Roadshow, which used to be one of my shows. I enjoyed watching it. Um, so I knew um, quite well what you were talking about. And then decide much something is worth. And then you broke down, you know, I'm in an all-male, Caucasian-dominated field for now. Um, and um I'm constantly going for the bigger picture because that's the God I serve, even though I also go for low things too, because I get, I'm human and, you know, we want what we want and we're all mixed up sometimes, but you clearly put me back on the path because there's some things that are um, right now that are incredibly valuable that I can see that I have to 
use wisdom, um, a guidance from the Lord, and ask, who is that anointed one? I tend to get quiet sometimes, which now on Declare Victory being here, I'm realizing my sound and my voice matters, and I realize it's hindered me. And I realize that I have to speak up. And I actually have a voice and a sound. And God's given me words. So I know he wants me to use them. Um, but I just want to say that, that you said so much, so much for me um, to help me um, get to my path, get to my destiny. And it's so valuable and so much worth it. And I have a lot of very strong people around me that I can help, that I can ask. And and thoughts come to me, and, I, and I'm thinking these ideas are coming from God. They're not coming from me. Um, but I haven't asked, um, and I haven't uh, had stepped out. Now, I've asked on some levels, but not on the, on the level that I believe God wants me to ask on. Um, and I certainly have to wait um, to get um, what I believe he wants me to have, which is my inheritance something that he gave me a um, long time ago that's incredibly valuable. But in order for me to keep it, and it's definitely tied to my path and my destiny, there's no question about it. Um, and I have to be have the courage to do it. So I, this is incredibly timely for me. And um, I thank the Lord for it because, you know, he definitely tells us things. I was wondering why he let me sleep last night and didn't get me up like at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning to pray. But now I know he wanted me to get up for this work because I kind of stayed up late last night. And then I was thinking about who was going to be on the call and realizing that it's men's day. Your name popped up. And then I hadn't heard Brother Andrew pray in a while. He mentioned Brother Andrew to me last night. So I'm just grateful. You know, I'm, I'm starting to see... I'm grateful first and foremost for Declare Victory. I always say this when I get these moments, but I really am because I'm starting to see um, God's hand upon me more and more, and I'm recognizing his sound more and more and how he tells you of things to come, you know, that he wants you, he encourages you on the way. Um, so anyway, I just thank you. There's so much. It's so rich, so incredibly rich, and we'll be able to draw from this um, lesson um, as we go through things, because I'm sure we'll go through it again on some other level, and we'll be able to remember and draw from this word today. So really appreciate you, man of God, really do. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, I, I appreciate your spirit and certainly uh, your voice, and uh, just know that there there are those of us who look to to hear that. Um, and that sound, and so it's 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 just good. And uh, God always kind of confirms why why He places an urgency of sorts, as you know, in your spirit. Uh, and so thank God for the that quickening and, and urgency that you felt uh, to to even jump on this morning. Anyone else? Good morning. A great decoration, to Sister Lisa. Um, so, um, my cousin passed, um, Tuesday. And so I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, I was just being quiet, but God is telling me just by your word this morning, encouraging me to speak this out 
Um, I know God has been providing for me. He always provides for me. I know it's his time, not my time. Um, and this, this thing that we found out she has no insurance. Um, and I, uh, I got insurance, but my finances all of a sudden, she passed now. The finances is not coming through, so I'm late on my stuff. So I just want to be, when I go home to the Lord, I'm asking, you know, to be able so my daughter won't have to go through the suffering, how she's going to, you know, have service for me or how we're going to have service for my cousin. But I know that I trust God and I have to stand and just keep, uh, you know, praying that he's going to make a way so that we can have her a service um, as we're going through right now. Um, I had to go on GoFundMe page for my son because I asked God to bring him home, but he brought him home the way he wanted to bring him home. So he was his child first, like he was hurt. The daughter, he's hurt the daughter. Oh, forgive me, I'm just getting off. But Lord, uh, I just got to wait and stand and believe and trust him, even though I can't see how it's going to happen. Um, yeah, so uh, I need strength. I've got to stand and have strength. Uh, I'm still healing and going through and trusting it. But now it's just like, bam, okay, what do I do? I, you can't go, you just can't not have unbelief now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Hello? Absolutely. We're here. And, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. Wow, uh, yeah, I'm just standing and I'm praying and I know he's going to come when, it, you know, but I'm late, but still he's going to do it. I believe he's going to do it, but I just, you know, what you can't see, I know you can't uh, go by what you can't see. I still have to trust him through, you know, through this time and just uh, wait, stand and wait and just Trust God. I just gotta keep trusting Him because I can't. I can't see it. Is that like unbelief? Am I ha- or I'm asking the question? Um, I'm I'm still in the Word, trying to learn um, how to apply His Word to my life. Uh, but I'm reading, and uh, I'm up every day at four o'clock on my knees, asking you know, for wisdom and asking uh, for knowledge and, and, and because when I read the word, I, I don't, it doesn't, I don't know how to apply it to me, to my life when I can go to scriptures when something happened, I can go to scriptures and I'm still struggling, but I know God going to give me what I need, so I have to stay, does he know where I'm at? But I'm still Gonna keep going and keep going. Praise God. What uh, what translation are you reading of the Bible when you read your word? What translation are you reading? I'm in the NIV. Okay, and NIV. And I tried the children's book too, and go back and forth to NIV uh, in the children's book. Okay, and is it it it's something that's sticking? It's making a little bit of it. Is it it it's uh, it's, it's plain enough to make it, sense. It, yeah, a little it does make sense, but then when I go back to the NIV, I get frustrated and I, I start praying, Lord, take this 
I wait, and then I go back to the children's book, and it's simple, but then when I go back to the NIV book, it's like, I'm just asking God, help me, Lord. He knows All where right. I'm at. He knows my heart desires All to right. get close relationship with him. All righty, let's pray together. Uh, God, I thank you uh, even now, God, for our sister. Uh, in this moment, God, I pray that you would give her the clarity, the direction, the wisdom, the instructions that she needs, God. Allow her to hear your voice, God, like she's never heard it before. You said in your word that the sheep know your voice, and the voice of a stranger we will not follow, God. So those things in which she must know, God, illuminate now her mind, illuminate her heart. God, open up her ear gates. God, in a different way, God, she needs to see you differently, even in this season of her life. God, the miracles she's standing in need of and waiting on you to do, God, come through as only you can do in your time. And in the meantime, God, give her the strength and the wisdom to wait, God, as we wait on the manifestation of that which you have already said and that which you may have spoken to her, even, uh, God, as she rests, even as she goes about her life, God, I thank you now that you're doing it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. God bless. God bless you. Anyone Good else? Morning. Good morning. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, this is Cynthia. I have, um, I sent off for this package and um, it breaks the Bible down. So I was wondering if it's okay with Lisa, if I can have her address. Um, I have some more copies of it and it's, it's, it's a package of the Bible from, from the um, Genesis to to Revelation, and, and it truly breaks it down. So if I can have your address, I can send that to you, and that should be some of help. Um, that that will help you out a lot. And um, also, when you need help with your rent and stuff like that, um, the name came to me and left. The, um, they have programs that you can call. If you um, Google, that would help you with your finance and stuff like that. But if I can have your address, I can send you the information for the Bible, and I truly think that will help you out. Okay. We have a 10. I'm ready. Okay. 21. Uh-huh. O-C-O-L-A-N. O-S-C-E. L A O Lane Street L A N E Street and then it's uh, San Francisco, California, nine four one two four. Okay, so uh that again twenty one O S C E L A O Lane Street San Francisco, California. Yeah, L A N E is Lane and then Osceola is O S C E L A O. And then this is yes, this twenty one O C O Lane. San Francisco, California, nine four one two four. Okay, give me your number two. Four one five nine three three sixteen ninety. And okay, I thank I you, me. woman of God. I thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh huh. Amen. God bless. Amen. Anyone else? Hey, Pastor. I just wanted to... <laughs> oh, who's that? Go ahead. You can go ahead. 
Okay, oh, just oh, real quick. Okay, I, just I, wanted, I was just listening. I just, I'm at work, guys. I'm just getting off work in the hospital over here in uh, Marin. And I listened a little bit. My, it was my wife, Georgia, was speaking about our situation. And I, I was telling her, I think it's Robert Tandy. He has a song that says, is, God is in control. He's in control. And for whatever reason, I kept hearing that song over and over again in confirmation that God is in control. Everything, everything that happens and is incorporates in our life, he's in control. And I just want to share that with everybody because, you know, even though we never met, we're all family. We're all part of the same family. And God is in control. No matter what the situation is, no matter what you're going through, your children, your job, finances, God is in control. And he will definitely supply your needs. He said, ask of anything in his name, he would answer. So I just want to share that and speak life into you, my brother. That was an excellent declaration. Well said and definitely needed. Thank you. God bless you, my brother. He is indeed in control. He is in control. As long as he's in control, nothing will be out of control. And that's good news. Anyone else? Go ahead, Prosperous. I heard you. Oh, no, I was just going to say I really I um, appreciated that example that you gave of um, the Jell-O um, because I was, as a child, I remember I never wanted to make Jell-O because it took too long. And so, um, you know, I just recently made some Jell-O like a few months ago because I had to get a, just a routine procedure. Um, and I, it tasted so good. You know, I did it the slow way. And it's just interesting how, you know, that, you know, the speedy way, that's what sometimes I might be apt to go towards on a process. But, you know, when going and just that wisdom to wait and um, just trusting God in that process, um, it just tastes so much better. So thank you for that uh, Jello illustration. Go on, I mute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Learning how to wait. And it does. You're, you're absolutely right. It does taste better uh, uh, when, you, when you wait. And that's a word for our lives also. Uh, who else did I hear this morning? You heard Christina. <laughs> Come on, Christina. Okay, Pastor. I appreciate you. First and foremost, let me say I, I I pray that God pours back into you everything that you poured out to us and pours out a blessing from heaven that there may not be room enough for you to receive um, because you have been born. And I thank you for your service and thank you for your pour. The wisdom to wait um, is a fruit of the spirit. Because that's patience, right? Which is long suffering. Yep. And it's not the the fear or the worry that he hasn't answered your prayer because it's not according to his will, but it's trusting that everything is going to happen in the divine order that God has set forth for your life. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah. that um confirmation on on the wisdom to wait because what is what does it say in Proverbs? That wisdom, wisdom is is calling out to everybody, right? Everybody, yeah. if you can ask for wisdom, you will receive it. So That's ask right. God for the wisdom and the discernment to wait on the answer and not get off course in the process of your journey. That's all yeah. I got. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and Lisa, my sister, I told you before. I'm gonna tell you again. Before you read your word. Pray over yourself, Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and that God would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know what the hope of his calling is and the riches and glory. That's all I got. Yeah. I'm going on. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you. Pastor Winton. Yes. So you were talking about Antique Roadshow. And so my mom and my sister actually went on the show. And my mom had this old antique clock that was her aunt. And it was so valuable to her. I mean, she had it all these years and wrapped it up and, you know, it moved in and told me to put it away. And my that <laughs> they told her, and it's not funny. But it just made me think about the things that we hold on to and what we value. It wasn't worth nothing. But they were so gentle and so nice and so loving on my yeah. mom that she still kept it. You know what I mean? Because it was it had been passed down from generations. I don't want it because I've learned there's <laughs> things that, <laughs> that I don't need to keep because I already have an issue because I married a man who, who uh, collects cords. That's a whole other story. I just want to tell you that. Everything that you poured out today, it hit on so many different levels. And then his promises are what they are. And so it just reminded me again, when I was telling you about my uncle always being in the book of Numbers, his favorite one was Numbers 2319. And it says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the yeah. son of man that he should repent. Have he said it and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken it and shall he not make it good? So that gives me comfort to know. He ain't going to lie to me. Everything that I am in need of, he's going to do it. So we don't have time to be, and everybody processes life different. I get it. But what I'm not going to do is waste any more time worrying about what I can't control. Yesterday is over. Tomorrow's not promised. All we have is is this moment right now, whatever it is. And like Al said, God is going to provide no matter what. Praying for them too. Those are my people. George is my sister. And we just got to keep encouraging each other and praying for each other. And when the things of life come to knock us down, like my pastor says, stop saying all hell is breaking loose and start saying all heaven is opening up. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, love you too. Love you too. That was, that, uh, that, that hit on point, that hit on point. And I think that's what, uh, above all else, that's what we have to remember. Uh, we, we, we definitely have to remember, uh, that we need the courage to ask in all things, that we need the strength to stand, that we need the wisdom to wait. Uh, and that fruit of the spirit, that waiting and posture, I hope you all caught that posture. But sometimes, uh, you know, we, you can tell, God can tell us to wait, but our posture is off while we're waiting. You know, you'd be waiting and pouting, you know. you waiting, and my mom used to tell me all the time when I was a kid, fix your faith, you know. I tell you something, fix your faith. You know, because I'd be looking all crazy and and whatever, and she would say, you know, well, you you know, it's it's posture based, and so there is a way to wait too, and 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 in order to wait, you can't look like you're being inconvenienced. So I, I hope we caught that today. Anyone else? Pastor Wilson, I just wanted to um, with Lisa and Cynthia, um, our resources here in the Bay Area is two one one. So everything that you need from Housing to food to everything. The number is two one one. That's it. Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. God morning. Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me? Okay. Go ahead. How are you doing, mm-hmm. lady? My name is Sister. Can you hear me at all? 
Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I'm a friend of Sister Barbara from Lodi, and she gave me this number, and I'm so happy to be on the prayer line this morning because I'm traveling on a, in another state, and I got my timing off. I'm in Texas visiting my mom for the first time in three years. And I know I spoke on this line before, I'm a sister, that um, God gave me life after I felt like my heart was broken because all my family abandoned me. It began with the death of my father four years ago. And before even that, my own children had cut me off. They're one of those situations where divorce, even though the divorce happened many years ago, they were still affected in their adulthood. And God brought two of my four children back in my life as a miracle. And it taught me that lesson about let go, let God. But from this day forth, I take that lesson he gave me and help others because we are in the last days where father against son and mother against daughter, vice versa. I had to live for the last five years without my children, and that was so hard. So I, when I finally let go and lived for the Lord, and just as if they didn't exist, even though I know in my head and heart they did, that's when he started bringing them back to me. And this has been a miracle, but at the same time, with having adult children back in your life and home, there's burdens that you didn't have before in their absence. So I've learned that one of my daughters has a mental illness that you might as well say is bipolar because I'm not a physician at all, but I'm dealing with that and I still don't hear from my son. And also my dad, um, when he passed four years ago, my mother and my siblings that remain, I have two, they cut me off. And I'm telling you, you would have never believed if you know me that this would have happened because we have been about family our entire life. So I, I felt like an abandoned child, but I'm here now for the first time to see my mom in three years. And my fears were unfounded. It's like nothing happened. And I worry like, about this vision. I just want to share that. That God is a miracle working God. You just have to learn, like you said before, to wait. But I still am not a master of it. And I want my family to be whole and safe. And I just ask for prayer because there's no drug for this. I, I really have learned that God wants us to depend on the family of God in him. I had to learn that the devil is using my family against me. He knew that's the only weapon he could get against me because I have no vices. And I barely am making it some days. Because I feel so broken in my heart about my family. So I need prayer. That God will speak to me like you're saying. And tell me what my mission is in this life. Because it's a hard burden to walk without family. I just have this little bit of restoration. And I'm so grateful. But I'm scared at the same time in the flesh. Because I don't want to lose them. They're not like people of God. They, they've hurt inside, so I'm trying to deal with the hurt. So that's what my prayer request. Help me. Lord, speak to me. Show me what your will is. You're bringing them back, but I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I don't know why I'm here. 
I'm free. I'm retired. I have, I just want, I be praying, Lord, tell me which way to go. Show me what I'm supposed to say. I need that kind of help. And I just ask my brothers and sisters in Christ to pray for me today and my family. In Jesus' name, thank you for listening. <laughs> like, let, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's pray. Um, and as, and as we, as we pray, I also want to ensure that you are continuing to read your word and that you are continuing to pray additionally also, because I, the the trick of the enemy is always to pull us away from prayer and to pull us away from devotion, our personal devotion time. And so what begins to happen is you'll you'll find yourself in a place where where you are asking for assistance, but but you also won't be petitioning God. So I want to make sure you don't get to that place. So we're gonna to pray today that one, your faith doesn't waver, even though there's a need on the table, right? Um and, and I and I want us to, to, to pray concerning that. God, we thank you for my sister God. I pray right now, God, that by your power and by your might that you would heal her heart in the broken areas, God, as only you can do. God, we pray for her family now. God, those who do not know you, God, we ask that you would bring them now to know you, God. But give us now the wisdom to wait, even in process of what you're doing. God, we know that you have not taken your hands off of us. God, for we have declared that everything uh, is yours. God, the earth is yours, God, in the fullness thereof, God. And so we thank you even in this moment. That, that those things which seem far from you are never really far from you. Those things that seem miles away are never really miles away, God, but they are close to you. And we pray now, God, that you would pray for the condition of our minds and the condition of our sister's mind as she goes through, that you would continue to lift her mind up and elevate her thinking and elevate her spirit even now, God, that she would not fall into a pit, God, of despair, but in fact, God, that she would lift her up. God, out of that pit, uh, as only you can do by your might and by your power, God. We love you and we thank you in advance for working those things out for her. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep me in prayer. My name is Tracy. We'll do, Tracy. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Love, life, and victory. Anyone else? Russia, are you still on the line? Yes, Pastor Winston. Okay. What, no. what was that? What was that name no. again? Who was that? Good morning, brother. Tracy. Who? That was Tracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. A right. friend of Barnes. Okay. Thank you. Hello, this is Sister Stephanie. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to give praise and prayer to everyone that spoke before I did. Like I said, it was an inspirational message. And um, what it told me is, um, if not me, then why not me? You know, and there's so many things that uh, I've been um, facing in my life in these last several months, not even including the pandemic, because I know my Lord and Savior has all of that well and in control. So 
but I know that through the trials that I've been facing, like you said, you know, um, she went before them and told them that this was, you know, her father's land. But then, you know, she came back and she waited. And with the key word that I got out of that that brought me to tears and I had to step away is that when she came back, she waited, you know, she had to wait and um, say, do everything in the name of the Lord. You know, so it's not on my strength. It's not on the strength and the authority of the naysayers of the government or those who want to help me. But through every through everything, through prayer and supplication, and just on the faith and the strength of the Lord, and as He allowed them to build up boldness and strength and courage in their weight through their faith, the Lord was talking to me and um, answering all of my prayers and just telling me to be still and to just stand and to be of good courage. And I just like to appreciate you for your message because it did so much for my spirit. And um, that's all I got. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, bro. Before before we go a whole bunch further, real real quick. Um, hopefully, Miss um, Tracy is still on the call. I want to tell you um, first and foremost to keep showing up, um, and and you'll you'll. Here, just just listen. You you'll learn what it looks like to go through the healing process. I know that perhaps you've not been around for a while, but we call this love, life, and victory because we speak from a place of victory in spite yeah. of what we see. It's yeah. a it's a process, and and so I don't don't feel bad for sharing. I know um, that this process may be new to you. So many of us sounded just like you sounded um, just during your share, that brokenness, that um, real talk. And I'm going to say this, and it may sound harsh, but I need you to hear me, that self-pity that the enemy will trick you into a corner um, of defeat. And one of the things that we do here, um, and I thank God for all of the, the amazing teachers and how we handle Um, even those moments, is we spend time giving you room to be transparent. But you ain't got but about one or two of them. Yeah. And we don't get you. Because the God we serve is unfailing. He will kick down doors for you. He knows everything you're thinking before you say it. He's never lost a case. He's never lost a battle. So we don't live in the space of defeat, if that makes sense. And so we are absolutely praying for you, but we want to live this life out with you, which means that you have to keep coming. Yeah. That means you got you to gotta make an obligation to yourself to show up. And we say, after a while, you got to put your big girl panties on because, baby, this thing is not for the faint at heart. Mm-hmm. This walk with Jesus, listen, it's uncomfortable. And it takes us to places we're unfamiliar with. But I promise you, sis, if you keep showing up, ask Barbara. Her tears were tears of gratitude. I, I know her heart. She hadn't cried in a long time. It's been some years. <laughs> Go on, Barb. Um, but, but I just wanted to encourage you to keep showing up. Don't let today 
and this moment of defeat and your share in that defeated moment be the last time we hear your voice. I yeah. promise you. Ask Miss Lisa. Ask Miss Stephanie. There's so many names I could, could rattle off. But I promise you, if you keep close to the fire, you will never get cold. But you got to do your own work. And, yeah. and listen, he does not respond to our tears. He he does he he hears them, he catches them, but that's not what moves him. What moves him is our faith. Yeah. So I just wanted to remind you, don't lose hope, don't lose heart, because it's it's a long haul. That's it. Love you, love you, Winton Anderson. I appreciate you. <laughs> love you too. Love you too, Dee. Uh, Dion came Good morning, with the, beloved uh, Barb. Can you hear hold me? on, beloved. Hold on. Go Dion ahead. came on through. Dion came on through with uh, the, uh, you know, she's gonna give you the raw version of what I was, uh, of, of what I was. He saying. was, he was so sweet and nice, uh, <laughs> honey. He was sweet and nice. I love my brother. He's so kind. Amen. <laughs> she gave you the raw version. I always tell people, you know, you got one time to fall out about a thing. And then after that, we have to graduate in our response, right? So so it's okay to have those moments, but after that, we got to come up from that. And so we got to elevate uh, even in our responses to things. You know, I think I told y'all, you know, Lord, you know, after my first car repo, you know, I fell out all in the ground behind that. The second I'm one, I grabbed, the, I grabbed the pillowcase and put that stuff and took that stuff out of that trunk. And went right on in the, the house. People, the keys, and went right on in the house. There's no point in, there's no point in falling out. Uh, been here and done that. <laughs> that part. <laughs> so, so, so let's, let's let's make sure. But uh, yeah, beloved, I know we heard you on. Oh, I I just wanted to thank you guys for loving on my friend and holding her up. I really really do appreciate that. Tracy, I love you, and we will be praying for you and praying your strength in the Lord. God bless everyone. Happy Friday. Listen, y'all, we're going to wrap up our call today. It's been a favorite Friday. Can I say something really quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Two seconds, two seconds. Um, I'm one of those names. I'm Ruth Willis, Tracy, and I'm going to tell you I'm a lifer here on um, Declare Victory. I'm one of those names that Dion um, should mention because I, what, it was one time I um, was going through legal, marriage, kids, health, financial, everything at the same time. And I just lost my last brother all at the same time. I am one of those names. I am now celebrating some things that I once cried about. I am now celebrating the things that I used to cry about. Everything going on at the same time. And it's only by the grace of God that I made it today. I was delivering fish, cooking fish and crying all at the same time, frying fish. I remember Tanya's house in Vallejo and broke out of that shout, you know, 
Thank you, Declare Victory. Hey, fine. I'm to go to work today. Well, have a good day, girlfriend. We love you, sweetheart. I love you, too. <laughs> we know. <laughs> hey, man, I love her heart. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> Listen, I pray y'all have an amazing weekend, uh, favor Friday, of course, and uh, we will gather again soon, and it won't be long. And so, Dion, thank you uh, again for uh, just kind of orchestrating visionary and all of the above. Uh, thank you to each of those who hold this call up. Uh, clearly, it is life-changing, and clearly it is doing some things for the kingdom uh, and making a major impact. And so we thank God for the Claire Victory family. And uh, we'll see y'all soon. Let us pray real quick, and then uh, I'll let you all get to your weekend. Father, we thank you for this time. Holy One, we thank you for this opportunity and this moment. I pray for each and every person under the sound of my voice, and even in our Declare Victory family, whether they are on the line, God, or uh, doing different things, God, I pray now uh, that your power, your peace would overtake them, God, your joy. Uh, that you would fill them up in the areas that they need to be filled. God, we thank you for even our trials and tribulations. God, we thank you for even our pain points, God. Even today, God, may you give us life at another level. For you came that we would have life and life more abundantly. God, we claim Logos today, God. We claim life today. And we say we're standing boldly, God. Give us, God, now, God, the courage to ask, God the strength to stand, and the wisdom to wait as we move forward in the decisions and the choices that we must make concerning all things with you. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have an amazing day. Amen. Love thank you, you so much. Amen. Love you. Have a blessed weekend. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. Everybody is somebody. Love y'all. Peace.
Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. 